Raisin Man Arena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got my tarot cards read this week by my good friend Patrick Madden. Um, and it's funny, I was on a date with someone today. I went on a walk with somebody and they were like, so tell me about your tarot card reading. And in my head, I, I was like, I've explained this like 500 times <laughs> to people already. When your so date, when your date asked you that, they were like, tell me about your tarot card reading where you're like, my tarot said that, uh, uh, something that I might get lucky tonight. <laughs> <laughs> my tarot said there was pleasure in the cards. Yes. Is that, exactly. what, is that what you said? Yeah. I said, uh, uh, I said, it said, let's just say the tarot said money is, uh, is something, it's no object tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, she was like, what, huh. what tarot did you get read? And you were like, have you heard of the, uh, of the King Arthur's cock tarot card? <laughs> Have you heard of Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard of Lord of the Rings? <laughs> um, yeah, it was, um, I recommend everyone get their tarot read by my friend Patrick. Um, he's, he's really, um knowledgeable about it there's a lot of different layers of meaning to every card like what the card means across every tarot deck it's like kind of a universal meeting and then there's like the meaning that this particular tarot deck has because it's an arthurian legend one and then there's like what the card means to patrick because he's like he has a relationship with every card and then the position the deck the card is pulled in and where it's placed on them on the kind of board is also means something so it's like it's a real onion of stuff mm. and um yeah and he's willing to give you a bad read because didn't he say you have a lot of tough times ahead so yes yes no the tarot it like can definitively say some scary things but you know Pat patrick is, is also sort of a deft enough a reader that he can like he can kind of parry any bad reading by being like well you know there's always a good side to like even dark cards like Will got his tarot read and and in his immediate future was a card called The Wasteland. <laughs> and, in it, and the card just depicts like literally like after a battle and there's like people hanging from trees and like dead bodies on the ground and it's what? like a swamp. Does Will yeah. think he knows what The Wasteland is all about? Was he like, oh, that's right. I'm about to, um, I don't know. I'm about to not have sex for a month. Yeah. Hmm. I'm about to go. I'm about to go celibate for a month or something like. Or he was like, fuck, I wonder what the wasteland's going to be. Yeah, he didn't say. I tried to pry hmm. him, but I thought, oh, better step back as the, as the kind of second, kind of third or third wheel in this tarot reading and what? just sort of let him come to his own conclusions about his what life. Was the but most... I had a lot to say, Sarah, in my head. I thought, oh, this card is about, you know, your problem with here. Yeah. You know? What was the most exciting thing you got on your tarot? <sighs> okay, so in long-term future, like long, this was like, Patrick was like, this is the card that's like far out into the future. And it, it was K King Arthur pulling the sword from the stone. Shit. Which is pretty dope. That's a big deal. That's gonna be you. <laughs> yes. That's and nice. He's like, and and basically the kind of big takeaway of my reading at a high level was like, I I'm really drained, like my cup is empty, and I know why, <laughs> but I keep 
I keep riding towards that thing. And in the top of mind is like all this stuff about different relationships I have. But in my subconscious is this kind of creative, energetic um, uh, leader and sort of um, mm. intuitive leader. Um, and I need to sort of let that person come out in the past was uh, not being patient with somebody in the future is in an uneven relationship. And then and then I, there's some things I have about kind of contorting myself into different positions that make me lose myself. And then like a fear of not being able to heal from something. And then long-term future, I'm going to pull the sword out of stone. There's going to be a big release. It's going to be good. Can you guys kind of... Wow. If you guys could kind of hold the the fort for a second, I'm trying to figure out how to get the chat on the window. Yeah, yeah, get the chat on the window. I'll say this. It's amazing you got the sword out of stone card because King Arthur is the only other person that's ever gotten that, I think. Yeah, so that's yeah. really amazing that you would it's get that. True. It's true. <laughs> it's extremely, extremely rare. Um, I'm really excited to see what happens. Do you actually believe in um, that stuff? I'm asking this in a leading way because I'm about to say that I I definitely do. So I um. do. Yeah, I believe in the tarot, the power of the tarot, but not but I don't think of it as kind of having. Well, I guess. No, I don't want to dispel. I, I think I do have. A, I think it does have a kind of magical quality, but I guess I think it's like what, what I'll say is I think it's such a perfectly designed system for like sort of analysis and that humans don't. We just need the right tools for self-analysis, and then we kind of go our own way and keep galloping with it. Yes. And all we need is that sort of initial spark. And the tarot deck is like kind of perfect for that. Yes. It would be like watching a movie and kind of using the movie to kind of think about your own life, but better than a movie. It's like way better than that. So what you're saying is um, it would be like if you looked at something that was fake and you made stuff up about it. <laughs> what you're no, saying is tarot is like know. what if something was fake and not real and then you said things that were real and you connected them to the fake stuff yeah exactly i sort of like i see the star wars movies and i think what if we had lightsabers in our universe Precisely. and i take a stick and i sort of play swing play it around it, swing it around yeah no i'm trolling yeah. I, I i'm not i'm not i'm not a skeptic i i think it's i, I think it's i believe a anything fine, i think it's tell a me, fine yeah. little thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's like I, yeah. I was well. I, I was talking about damn. This is going to be another quick little story, but I was talking about this with my dad this week. I mean, excuse me, my therapist about my dad this week. <laughs> and, <laughs> first time I've made that mistake. Wow. Um, and I was telling him about the moment, Sarah, in midway through the week where I texted you those photos of my dad's bedroom and how cluttered it was. Full, full of stuff. If you're listening, the photos just didn't look like a, a happy place to live. Yeah. yeah. And and it made me really sad about my dad. And Sam's and, dad and died. My dad is dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it made me feel. But, but it was like a great kind of sadness, like a kind of purifying, edifying kind of sadness. And it made me think. Oh, it's so nice when your feelings, when you can feel sad about something specific and your feelings mm. have like a specific thing to attach to rather than like a general ennui and a feeling of sadness. And so you're but saying not that you were why. sad that your dad's room was messy? 
no, Mr. <laughs> Troll. What I'm saying is that I found is like, oh, I'm going to think of all the wrong answers and then say that. I'm just, um, I'm trying to get in the head of the listener. What would they yeah, ask? Yeah, yeah. I'm it's trying to make questions. Yeah. I'm trying to imagine the stupidest dunce listening to this and, put, and try to walk them through the podcast. All to say that you're... Your emotions need a thing to latch on to in order for them to feel good and feel right. Like, and similarly with the tarot, it's like our analysis of our own lives, like need a story and a metaphor to like latch onto to make them real. They can't exist by themselves. We need like the artifice of a third thing to talk about between us and, and our analysis yeah um, totally to make it better like for instance a, That's a story about uh a great nation and uh the importance of of an ethnic group and their power and mm. their sort of historical you know origins and and of certain hierarchies that we have to yes. preserve is that what you're trying to say that that's what you need sam totally totally man yeah you're picking up exactly <laughs> yeah <what I'm> <laughs> Yeah. yeah or like a, a story about a, a dog that gets lost but it gets lost on the day that its family is moving across the country and it has to find a way to get mm. across the country back to its family and it has to meet go with other animals that teach it stuff and they together they find their way did you ever see that footage from the filming of a dog's purpose where they throw the dog into rapid waters <laughs> No. it's like someone was someone was filming the filming of so it was like a sort of behind the scenes footage and i guess in a dog's purpose he that. falls into uh like kind of white waters um on his trek to i'm not sure what what the dog is going to his purpose i guess and but they made this like fake white water, you know, controlled scenario so that the dog would be safe. But it was funny to just watch a handler just chuck the dog Aww. into, into <laughs> the rabbit. Oh, no. just, like, the dog didn't know it was safe. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Oh, fuck. That's Am I muffled? Up. Someone's saying I'm muffled. Fuck my ace. Uh, Seth saying Felipe's muffled. Oh, Who is agrees? Felipe muffled for anyone else? Damn. Someone else says, hi, Sammy. That's from Old So Winter Galactic. Sam. Oh, that's probably my mom. Old So Winter Galactic <laughs> Planetary. My mom's on planetary. the line. Aww. That's great. My mom, Kirsten Olsen, big fan of the podcast. Aww. Listen to every episode. Am Thank I... you for coming. If this is her first live, welcome to the live yeah. show. Am I muffled yeah. for anybody else? E eager to meet both of you. Uh, Pop off in the comments if Felipe's muffled for you. Uh, and as and if you're in the comments, pop off as always. If you're listening to this, also pop off. Just give us a phone call. Send a text. Send a DM to me or Sarah or Sam and saying little muffled. Mm, I was not hearing the muffle. So, oh damn. And Kyle Rodriguez is a sound expert. He's a sound engineer. Loud yeah. and clear. I'm getting the full. Rory says loud and clear. I'm Hell getting the yeah. full spectrum of reactions to my sound. <laughs> This makes wow. me think to my mom. My mom did say this because we were talking about whether earlier before we started recording, whether the podcast, we should do one where we're not streaming and one where we are. And my mom, she previously till this moment, she's only listened to the podcasts on SoundCloud and she's she's loves that there's a chat mm. like going on during the thing. So anyways, 
That's cool. Pop off if you love the chat. As you know, our policy is if you comment in the chat, we might read your username out loud yeah. on the show. <laughs> exactly. So comment and see if you get lucky this episode. Well, tradi- if not, come back next week. We might get you next episode. Well, traditionally, Twitch has a whole like donation mechanism, and then you can set it up. So every time you get a donation, it goes, Bang! or you know, every time you get a new follower, it's like, and, um, we could we could have that if we wanted. I just don't know what what we would want money for. It would just Felipe, be to hear the sound. Would, that would yeah. be like the real like rat cocaine kind of experiment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like yeah. the monkey pressing the button that's like getting totally. the heroin. <laughs> totally, <Yeah>. totally. <laughs> I want more yeah. money. Not sleep for days, yeah. my dude. You just be in front of your computer wanting to get that next yeah. ding. Just yeah. listening to the little sound. <laughs> Uh, who's Damn. Who's, well, I was thinking. What's up? Uh, go, go, go. I was gonna say I was thinking about this today, but we talked about this in real life before. I think I'm always really surprised to see Felipe your earnest willingness to post on your Instagram story and say I'm feeling sad today. Send me posy vibes. I know. And then- <laughs> I don't know if that's a bad move. I don't know if it's. I like, can't believe you do that. I don't know if it's too corny, but I do. I mean, it's just like I don't know what to do. I feel sad, and it's like I I just want <laughs> someone to give me a hand, and I and people online, you know, it's like they'll yeah, they'll rise job. to the occasion. Oh yeah, big time. Uh, I'm feeling sad. If someone wants to come over, and give me a hand job. <laughs> right, Sarah. Uh, that's right? right. Oh, we get a we get a token for that one. <laughs> Um, yeah does it work does it make you feel better i feel like what's embarrassing to me about it is just that you're revealing how willing you are to like be on your the internet all day like receiving little comments and getting a little like dopamine can spike you can, so you can confirm for me that it's embarrassing for me to do i like it when you do it <laughs> <laughs> i it's it's funny it's sort of out of character i guess is what i think is it embarrassing for me to do be honest no. Huh? Wait. <laughs> you did the whole silence. You can say it. I literally no. I've thought of it. I've thought of it before. And and honestly, like, you know, we're it's a it's a uh what is it, trial and error process. If it's embarrassing, I've thought that it's embarrassing and but I still do it because I need it, you know? Um yeah. you need it. And I'm yeah. not being passive. I'm not like wang, wang, wang. I'm like, I'm sad, tell me something nice. So but but it is like not funny and it's corny. So if it's bad, I'll stop doing it. No, no, no. Literally, all I'm trying to say about it is I feel like um, you're someone who really believes in like being funny, I think, kind of over everything with like content that you make. So your willingness to just like do something that's like that sweet and earnest is um, I don't think it's embarrassing because it's kind of funny that you do it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think it's engaging, Felipe, when I see your stories. You think it's engaging? I've been go. I've been thinking a lot about discretion and whether being discreet is like sexy and stuff like that. No, it's um, true. Yeah, and and like I I think sometimes like oh like there's different ways of being sort of like too sharing and maybe I'm I in the past have been and in the present have been too sharing with my body or something like that or it's like <laughs> oh like thirst trapping, <laughs> but there's also a kind of like. I'll say that I'll say this is because be corny, but like emotional trapping too, where it's like you're just posting so transparently, like everything that's going on in your head, like online. And it's like, I think that it can be a turnoff the way like posting about your, your body too much can be like a turnoff. No, I agree. I mean, I think I, I think two things first, the people who I most like online, I couldn't ever be like, or like the, you know, there's, there's the people I admire have like a dedication to a thing that they do. And it's probably just cause that's who they are. You know, it's like you do, you sort of most authentically do the thing that you already are. But 
I would like to be like certain people I see and I like don't have the kind of uh, metal for it. And mm. I, for instance, I've been posting pictures of outfits and I feel kind of embarrassed about it, but I like to. I love when you do that. I like yeah. to do it. It makes me feel good. And it's like fun. So I'm like, oh, so now this is the guy I am online is like kind of funny. And then kind of I put pictures outfit of my outfit. Guy. Kind of my outfits. <laughs> yeah. And then, but I don't know, but I'm like, oh, I wish I was more disciplined and I just stuck to the thing mm. and. I don't know. I guess maybe if I yeah. just do the thing that's most authentic, it'll just be fine and then it'll be good. But, you know, sometimes people are authentic and they're corny. And and for that, they're authentically they corny, die. but I don't think that you are. So you mm-hmm. have that. I appreciate yeah, I that. have the problem ongoing. I think I've talked about it a little bit on the podcast of like I my thing that I try to do on Instagram. Tell me in the comments if it doesn't work. I'm earnest on my Instagram, but I'm pretending to be earnest. I don't really mean the stuff that i'm saying but then i get a lot of reactions that are like people thinking i really am sad and that i really need them to support me in some way and that makes me feel embarrassed not because it's so it's not embarrassing to like be sad on the internet and get people support but i don't i didn't want it or need it and then i'm sort of um overrun with messages of people like having my back uh, at a time i, I didn't need Sarah, it every so. time you post i think it's pitch perfect so keep doing that. Thank yeah, you. <laughs> you're a great, you're a great poster. Yeah. And I Thank often, you. sometimes when I'm doing stories, I think, oh, I, I'm going to try and emulate Sarah Wilson's voice. Wow. This is, I, I had no idea. That means a lot. Yeah, no, mm. it comes across. Uh, do you think you have a, a too many sort of like tender pre-comedy people that follow you on your Instagram so they don't, <laughs> they don't understand the comedy or well, I guess um, they knew you before, so... I don't know. I don't know why it comes across as confusing to people. What was the one that I posted a couple of weeks ago that, um, oh, it was like a video of me like dancing to the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was <laughs> promoting the podcast and I just seemed so happy in the video. And I, I put a little note on it that was like, just so you know, like I don't feel happy in real life or something, but it was like kind of a long note. And I got a lot of messages of support that were like, it's a really hard time for everyone. Like, don't worry. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Sam, your mom's already in the chat asking two probing of questions. Uh oh. <laughs> asking two depthful of questions. <laughs> <laughs> but why is it so necessary to demonstrate your authenticity publicly? Boom. <laughs> you don't understand. She's going to crack you wide. You're fucking not on the open. internet, mom. See if I've already developed the kind of armor to, and to, and and martial arts to parry these kinds of questions, but it, she'll break you down, Felipe. You're gonna melt like butter in a microwave. I know it's true. I'm already my hands already shaking. I saw the question and I started. I I don't know. I guess I don't know. I never thought of that. Authenticity in public? I, 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 I <laughs> That's funny. That's a great question. As opposed to what? As opposed, why is it necessary to demonstrate your authenticity publicly? As opposed I, to just I, being a, a dumb troll, or as opposed I'll to? I'll say this, Mom. I'm recently <laughs> am sort of renewed or hot on the idea that I think people, I think people can tell when you're bullshitting, and uh, online and people sort of like sort of intimacy and truth better. And if you can spin that into something funny, it's always a lot more effective than like being a crazy character or something like that. Mm. So I think it's not about authenticity as much as like, Oh, the closer you can sort of post about your truth or what's going on. I think people kind of really, they love that stuff. It's like crack cocaine. Yeah. You know, yeah, or I feel like it kind of functions as like um, 
just from my own sense of uh, if you have anything to hang on to in this world to guide your posting, you know, on the Internet, you can literally be or do anything that you want and you can make anything that you want. So, like, if I have any principle, it could be just at least like, well, I'll just try to be true to whatever I actually think. And then, like, that's something to hang on to to guide me. So I don't know. I guess it's not really necessary. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a kind of humor to oversharing as well. Yeah. Something I don't really identify with. There's a big movement of like people on the Internet right now being open about how much they really love and want attention. I don't I th I feel stupid even saying this because here we're like doing this podcast. That's like, what else is this for? What else is it for? But like, I don't know. I just don't identify that strongly with the like, I admit it. I want everyone's attention all the time. Like, I absolutely don't. Totally. I don't do it for attention. Yeah. I do it because we're trying to whittle away until we arrive at truth. <laughs> that has nothing to do with attention and everything yeah. to do with a, a pursuit of the of ideals. This is the 21st century model of like going hiking up to the Oracle of Delphi and spending years in the desert by yourself is starting a podcast with your friends. By the way, um, yeah, I um, I've been perfecting. I. I, I, got I can call. see that metaphor didn't hit with you guys, by the way. Oh, like the Oracle of Delphi. <laughs> I thought that was good. Yeah. I thought it was a perfect way to finish that uh, segment. I love, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I next love time, that. just say, I love that. I, when, when I saw 300, that scene was hot, was sexy as hell. Oh, and yeah. 300. Um, I, uh, can I, I wanted to tell you guys that I got a, I got a phone call from um, Dr. Fauci recently. And, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, he called me. Oh, okay. Well, cause he knows that the, uh, Raisin Man podcast is gaining viewership and mm -hmm. he was like, Felipe, I want you to, we know that you're kind of and you know, you're like a micro influencer, you know how companies go and seek micro influencers. It's like, you can micro influencer yeah, what, bathing what, suit companies and stuff. He's like, we want to try out a technology, um, and sort of a small batch to a beta test. And he was like, I want you to try it on, on uh, Raisin Man. And uh, he said that they've developed a technology to do uh, a COVID test uh, over the internet. Wow. Nice. And Perfect. He, and and we're, he, we get to try it? Uh-huh. Yeah. And he was like, and this is perfect for you, Flu, because we know you're kind of online a lot. You sort of like to have fantasies of relationships that only exist online. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, so. he was like, in an, yes. He was like, this, this is going to be perfect for you. You can get tested for COVID. You don't have to leave your house ever again. Yeah, exactly. Whoa. But, um, you can keep animating. You can keep tweeting. Yeah, you can get, you can get tested for COVID while you tweet, while you stream. <laughs> so I just kind of wanted to try out this uh, technology. So <clears throat> Sarah, I'm going to start it with you. So all you're going to have to do is just bring your nose up to the webcam when I tell you to. Mm -hmm. Wait, not yet, not yet, not yet. Okay, sorry. Okay, now your face is... Uh, I'm nervous for you, Sarah. You're I'm nervous too, because Felipe <laughs> said there weren't going to be any bits on this episode, and yet here we are. <laughs> I never said there weren't going to be any bits. That being said, this is not a bit. Anthony Fauci did come. <laughs> you boy, Felipe behind Felipe's eyes is boiling anger. <laughs> And this being suggested a bit. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm not nervous. I just want to do it and be done with COVID already. Okay, so. so just when you can, just bring your nose up to the um, the screen as close as you can. Bring the nose the nose hole on the screen. Your mouth that's your mouth on the screen. 
Wait, yeah, and then sort of look up so that the nose hole is visible. Okay. Wait, go a little down. A little down. Okay. Okay, I think that'll be good enough. And now I'm going to scrape it. Okay. And you'll get your results back in seven to ten days. Wow, that was so easy. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Felt kind of good. Can we, uh, hmm. can we do it for Sam? Yeah, let me, I want it. Let me just set up the... Uh, let me just set up the uh, the screen for Sam to get his COVID in, test. In Felipe's head, he's like, this is going so well. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. I feel like this kind of eroticism of having someone pay a lot of attention to you. That's how good that scrape feels. Okay, Sam. All right. So uh, you're, you're big on the screen. I get this. And I'll tell you when we're ready to get... Uh, Okay, bring your nose up to the screen. And. Oh. Wow, oh, you're cutting off a lot. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> Keep staying, damn. Stay. This one's going longer. Damn. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Oh gosh! Oh. Okay, you're good. Wow, this is wow. terrifying. Uh, and you'll get That's... and you'll get your results at the end of the show. Wow. wow. Okay, so That's it's a little cool. more painful and scary, but the results come back sooner. Yeah, because we got because we got more of your brain matter. Damn. Wow. That's really cool. They made that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm part of Dr. Fauci Hive. I'm a Fauci sexual. <laughs> I want to eat his ass. I hope the vaccine is a gummy. <laughs> mm. uh, we huh. should do an update on what happened with that. Since we talked about it last week, um, Felipe tweeted that he hopes the vaccine is a gummy, and it also went viral, like Sam's tweet. Not mega viral, but and you get like a couple thousand faves. Yeah, it was weird because I... <clears throat> Uh, when I thought of the tweet separately on my own, independently, I thought, "Oh, this could be good." And then it got, a, but it got a lot of less likes. And then I thought, "Why is it getting less likes?" And it's because Sam had tweeted <laughs> it first. I, I'm, mm. I'm going to drop that bit. I'm going to drop that bit. <laughs> it was fun. It's, it shows mm. you you can steal a tweet and get a lot of likes and followers from it, and there's no consequences. <laughs> Proven. <laughs> no one. No one. Yeah. Well, I, I, I stole one of Felipe's. Um... <laughs> laptops <laughs> keep going uh, that's a, yeah that's a bit where what if the person who steals your tweets also lives in your house you know and you can just stole your mean, laptop you know mean retaliation i think yeah. i think that stealing your tweet and getting a lot of likes of it showed me that tweets are like um tweets are, are like uh, a sort of a natural resource and you found a, a source of oil and you said, all my friends are going to eat. You, Sam said, yes. tonight all my dogs will eat. Exactly. And everybody, my day ones. Yeah, and everybody mm. could get in, tweet it. It didn't matter. And just kind of farm. It didn't farm. matter. It, admittedly, every time someone tweeted it, it got less likes. But, you know, you farm like a couple likes, maybe a follow. I got like 20, 30 follows off of it. I kind of broke. I broke a plateau ah. I'd been on. So it's worth it. And, you know. Sam got paid by fuck Jerry to give him his... No, I didn't get paid. What do you mean? 
They didn't send me the money. What? Whoa. Fuck, hashtag fuck, fuck, fuck Jerry again. Seth, yeah. are you listening to this? Seth. Seth, we need Seth. we need 2,000 words on this stat. Dude, yeah. all hands on deck. <laughs> Seth's, Seth's got to publish something fuck. about this. Seth, we're on to something here. Did they, did they share your tweet? On the I Fuck Jerry account? I don't even know. I didn't even bother to check. Well, well one way or another, they shouldn't be sell- telling an artist, an up-and-coming artist, that they're going to send them money and then not send them Those that money. Those fucking creeps. Needed that. Yeah, that's fucked. Those fucking creeps. It's, it's funny because there are so many people that just, like, post and repost the tweet without, like, um paying you or linking it to your profile anyway that the concept of even getting paid for a tweet is so ridiculous in the current yes <laughs> the current way that the internet works i know and, you're and 50 dollars like- is just completely symbolic anyways it's just like yeah it's 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 silly Yes, it would be very funny to me if because you had this one viral tweet, you became one of those people who's like a real advocate for people getting paid for their tweets and stuff like, <laughs> like that. IP like IP and stuff yes, like Yes, yes, the most worthless hill to like build your, yeah, your <laughs> totally. fort on. <laughs> totally. Mm. Well, it, that's what I think was part of the fun thing about Felipe, the joke about you tweeting the thing is it's like, oh yeah, you can really just let go of this idea that it's yours, I think. No, totally. Uh, it just... um it was it just showed me like oh it it, it's public they're public domain once they're out they're public domain totally exactly exactly and no ideas really are created by the individual i think in 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 reality so i think it's actually more in line with with the kind of group mind that is like ideas generally i was just amazed that i didn't think i'll be honest sam i didn't think it was like that remarkable of a tweet no certainly not but it was a low common denominator yes yes it consistently did numbers i was like this must be touching someone yes well i just sent you guys a tweet that i saw this week that went viral i don't know this person but i don't understand it and i don't understand like what everybody is like rallying around around it do you see what i sent hold on did you send it to our twitter i sent it to your twitter let me um let me put it let me put it up on the screen up on the screen Let's see. You see? Okay, sorry. Wow. 707. It says people that, and then like vomiting emojis. Rows and rows of vomiting emojis. Humiliate their friends to make others laugh. And wait, I kind of want to see how many likes it got. (gasps) Oh! (laughs) 717.1K. What? Horrible. What is this? Why is this resonating with people? What is it referring to? Is there something that ha- did someone humiliate someone? Man, there's some. I just don't know. There's some straight offies on Twitter. It's just freaking filled with offies, like just people who like this shit. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just don't get it. I was, it didn't make me think of anything. I think humiliating your friends is funny. It, it makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and it is the core around which I build my entire stand-up act is like exposing intimate things my friends said or did. So I saw this and I saw everyone rallying around against it and I felt scared. <laughs> yeah, it is. And um, it's, that's, confused. That's, where you, that's, that's your source of bread. Yeah, you're like, and you're like a, that's where my... You're like uh, someone who works at an oil rig in the Midwest who sees uh, environmentalists and thinks, you know, you think you're so virtuous and yet this is how I feed my family. 
I got a frack. You got yeah, a frack. So I, yeah. <laughs> I got a frack. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to understand that. Yeah. So I don't know. Just a weird tweet. Well, it was remarkable seeing being on the receiving end of this tweet going viral and how many people like re retweet the tweet and they're just like, damn, this, you know, is like the comment <laughs> or they're like, yo, this is why I stay on this website. Or and then there's other people who are like, I can't with this website. This is crazy. Some people on this website are deranged. Yeah. It's, it's so sad. It's so sad. It's, it's funny. It's, yeah, it is funny. I think, but there's a satisfaction that comes from just saying things people like to say, like it is what it is, you know. But that's like the internet's version. Well, that's of like it. every every video I've ever posted on YouTube gets at least one comment that's. That's like, what the fuck did I just watch? Yeah. <laughs> I think anytime, Does that hurt your feelings? <laughs> no, I'm like, you idiots. I don't want you watching my thing if that's your reaction to it. And this is the this is the worst thing about it, which is that I know they're not that weirded out by it. It's just that they're people who don't know how to express themselves. They don't know how yeah. to like sit and they're down. Just and they're just like yeah exactly they're just like reiterating a thing they've heard someone else say about a crazy event oh, and so they're like they're, just saying repeating it like a robot they're like wow this is what you say when you see something that's crazy was, or funny yeah, i saw i saw someone from high school who i really admire and think is a really cool person and we weren't such good friends in high school but i saw him like post once like simple town was already putting stuff out and i was like hey what's up we were catching up and he was like damn dude i love simple town he was like you guys are so what did he say? He was like, Simple Town is random as hell. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. we're not random. Every video has a purpose and a meaning and a sort of reference. <laughs> no, that's true. A reference you guys back don't... to something. You just think of stuff and put it on there and this doesn't take that much. <laughs> Nothing random about what we're doing. Yeah. I remember one of my, my ex-girlfriend's sisters was like, whenever she was like every time i watch eric andre i always like to do acid it's like that's so sad <laughs> yeah eric andre is pretty wild though and he's ra random as he's hell, random yeah. as hell. But to think I, I don't know but to think to see eric andre and think oh this is something that like would be would be enhanced by like an acid experience is like what a normie person just thinks about art you know i think a truly truly random comedy would have to be like you have a 20-sided a die and you roll it and you've assigned each number to some or it's been assigned by some other thing so that you aren't choosing the things and then each time you roll the die you get a new part of the gag that would be random comedy mm. yeah i think a lot of times the random part of the joke is the hardest part to think of and if i ever think of something random i really write it down so that i can remember it later when i need something random well it's like a random thing what do you mean by that um i heard someone say the other day uh are you down with the sickness and down with the sickness isn't that the name of like uh, a song by who? Disturbed. This disturbed, yeah. And I just thought that was like a funny random thing to, to say. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> and I wrote that down. It's so yeah. funny because that's like a thing that was funny to say in like high school. Like I'm surprised you mm. never heard of that. It's that song. I never heard is, it. Down with yeah. the sickness is the song that famously starts with. 
Yeah. Oh, I know that sound. Yeah, I just never heard that before. And I thought it was so beautiful sentiment and random as fuck. And it's like, this is, uh, I'll say this randomly later. Wait, hold on. But I guess it's. Hold on, hold on. I didn't remember that there was this this jungle drum beat, this uh, Coco Bongo drum beat at the beginning. Damn, new metal is so cool. Oh, not yet, not yet. Oh shit. <laughs> Sam, check it out like this. Damn, that song that made, cool. really makes me want to crack open a beer. Yeah. I got hype. Yeah. I got hype off it. That was really sick. Man, I love All to right. imagine a guy who really did uh, react that way to the song the first time he heard it. We have Man. an evil-ass podcast. Yeah. We have Man. an evil, evil podcast. Yeah. And if you, you told know? Disturbed that somebody thought that shit was just random, they would be like, <laughs> come on, man. Come. That's not fucking random. We thought, yeah, it has a has a meaning, whole thing. It's. I think the thing about, like, sorry, I, I, I felt like I expressed myself inarticulately, which is why I'm looping back to this. Try it again, this, try it like, again. Get back up to bat, yep. Sam. Okay, cool. <laughs> but um, it's harder so, the second time because we're ready to move on. I let the yeah, thing I'm already that's, losing patience yeah. with this. Yeah. <laughs> My co-hosts have less patience with me and less interest for this. But Take another the, try. The thing about that makes me sad about wanting to watch Eric Andre high is, uh, or like on acid is it's a little bit like the mistake of like going to a club or like a big party and feel and thinking that like everything you see all appear like happened organically and that like the people that are working there and the music there is all like an organic experience that like men if that materialized out of like people just wanting to have a good friday night and it's not that like this is like a business and this happens every friday night which makes it i, I think there's something once you understand how the, the or see the piping you're like yeah this is there's still magic to be Wait, experienced are you saying from that this. parties are a business <laughs> what's a business parties clubs okay clubs like going to the club promoter so you think that when people go to the club, they think, wow, a group of fun-seeking people found the space. That you just... Oh, we lost Sam. He's, he's quiet. You skipped. You're quiet. You skipped the, the thing. Like, you skipped for me, and, the, and it, it skipped right on your wow. And then when it came back, you were like, wow. <laughs> you just said it again. I, I, just got, I just got a message that said that my internet connection is unstable. So let's hope that um, that doesn't affect the stream. I don't know what they saw. I skipped out. You skipped out. I'm scared. Only I know what really happened. Damn, so. can't believe Sam is gatekeeping art and drugs right now. Yeah, maybe I should get off my high horse. Damn, I keep forgetting who Nick Cage fan is. Who is it? Nick Cage. Uh, they're on every. They watch every stream, and I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> they should change their username because I'm sure they're one of our beloved friends. Change your username to your name, and then the word fan. 
<laughs> or put your name in the chat and we won't forget it this time. Um, oh, 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 shit. He's like, he's like getting, yeah, he's yeah, like he's touching himself. It. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Someone's about to start. Fuck. Oh. And then the wah is when he puts lotion on his penis. <laughs> Nick. My name is Nick. Which Nick? Fuck. Huh. I'm embarrassed. Well, we'll circle back to that as, as the show goes on. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Felipe, oh, partying is a is a mirage, and it is actually a business. And the people that are working there are not having fun, and it's cre- recreated every night as if for the first time for those who have attended. Hate to break it to you, man. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you said that idea for a second time. <laughs> and I'm glad you and I'm glad you played the dumb troll character that made me have to re-explain what I was saying. Do <laughs> you feel sort of more at ease now that you've gotten it out full more fully? Yeah, well, I'm I'm wondering based on the comments in the stream whether I'm coming off as an asshole or not, but I think we're all coming know. off as nice people, more or less. Yes. Okay. I think but that's I, right. Sarah's, Sarah's kind of the, the ultimate decider of that. You know, I was thinking about. Yeah. I was thinking about this whole um, uh, uh, post office thing. How like uh, presume you know apparently, Trump is dismantling the post office or the 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 postmaster general, which is a funny thing to be, is like Trump aligned. So they're just f- what apparently, and they're fucking up. Oh my Wait, god! You have not heard about this, Sarah. This is like no. all every dumbass is talking about on the internet. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you were doing a bit? I was doing oh, a bit. Oh, shit. Yeah, I, I didn't know. She, she uh, was doing your yeah. bit, dude. I was doing a bit. I should have kept going with it. I'm sorry. You should have. Um, yeah, you should have kept going with it. Yeah. It's just so keep, everywhere on the just internet. Just keep riling I, me yeah. up. Just keep making me more and more <laughs> mad. <laughs> no, I haven't heard anything about that. What? Yeah. No, people are talking about it so much that I'm like kind of floored how much people care about it. I know it's important. I know it's important, but I'm still floored. I by sometimes how much feel like this is it. bad, but sometimes something will just kind of pick up. It it'll be really important, but once people start talking about it a lot, my reaction is like, ah, this is cringe. <laughs> This is this uh, this is normie stuff. I'm on to the, I'm mm. on to the next the next thing. How can I how can I not care about this? And it's not good. It breeds nihilism. But yeah, I think my mood is reflecting. I went to the post office this week. I went three times to try to mail a package. The USPS post office. First two times I gave up. Line was too long. It was too hot outside. Third time I waited in line for an hour. And I got I was second from the door. And then I saw on the door, there was a tiny little sign that said no debit card transactions today, cash only. I didn't have any fucking money. So I had to Uh. go home. And I was like, that's it. If the post office can't handle doing the mail, then take it away from them. They give it privatize it. They can't do it. I guess you're right. Yeah. Yeah. And to think that it's supposed to be the bulwark against fascism. Yes. And to think that they're saying Trump is dismantling it. It's already not functioning. So Yeah. No, it's been dismantled (laughs) by Democratic presidents. Okay. You hear that in the comments, you guys? I think I think we should even I think that even voting should be privatized. There should just be an app called 
It costs Bo- 99 cents. Yeah, yeah, 99 cents yeah. on the App Store, plus extra, buy, you can buy <laughs> extra stuff. It has a ton of ads yeah. if you don't pay for it, but if you pay for it, you get extra stuff, and mm-hmm. you get, like, a super vote, like like on Twitter, like a super swipe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's always ad for, like, ads for, like, Doc Martens and stuff that you have to, like, avoid or, or X out. And the of, X is know. really tiny, and you can't see it, and mm-hmm. your thumb is really fat. And it's made so that if you click it, there's like a, a like a high chance you'll <laughs> click on the thing. Yeah. yeah. Vote me. Hmm. I think that all makes sense. If you pay for premium, you get to vote in different countries. Selections. Yeah, voting on the Bolivian Bolivian election, like exactly. So like the Democratic Republic of Congo, just like filling the ballot box. <laughs> I'm sort of surprised because it's like, I think I was just, I was thinking about this and I think there's a lot of ways, this is, I'm not trying to be an edge lord, but like there's a lot of ways in which we already don't really have a democracy, like already most, oh, what the fuck? Will. Will. Playing Seinfeld real loud. He doesn't know we have the podcast right now? What the fuck? He just wants to watch Seinfeld. Will, if you want to make noise, why don't you come on the podcast? (laughs) What'd you say? <laughs> yeah, come on. Will, come on the podcast if you're gonna make so much damn noise. I'll say it I'll say it the same way. I'm kinda waiting for him to come on. Where you is he? You gonna come, dude? <laughs> come into my room. Do a guest spot. I heard a door opening, but it's neither mine nor oh. There he is. <laughs> speaking in the mic. What do I look though? Right <laughs> the screen nice. Wait, can I play a little? I'm gonna play. Wow. I'm gonna play a song that now that Will yeah. is here. Will, Will, listen to this song. back on dude he played some sort of song how are you doing hey, Wait. um i'm gonna watch oh. seinfeld so can you guys i thought you were gonna do a guest spot damn he's gone you can't folks. tempt that guy with hmm. a little bit of stage time it's incredible he gets to have all of 23 viewers that are watching right now and he, all 23 viewers he doesn't have to do anything it, for it didn't have to promote it does not tempt him in the didn't. least he didn't have to come to the seven o'clock rehearsal where we rehearsed for an hour before we the podcast. <laughs> the dress rehearsal. He's un- he's unshakable. He's unshakable. And he's ungrateful. Yeah. You, you, could, you uh, tell him there's you 20 eyes us? on you and he doesn't doesn't phase him. We like we're like And he's watching re- fucking Seinfeld again. I'm close my door. Where the rehearsal is like we go, we meet at seven and we're like in a dance studio and we're all in like sweats and we're like stretching and stuff and warming up. Yeah. That would be so funny. I think this would be sort of unimpressive had we rehearsed it all before. Like we rehearsed you saying you didn't want to tell the tarot card story because you'd already told it too many times. Yes. Great. Yes. And then loop back around and clarify what you meant about the Eric Andre thing. <laughs> Um, oh yeah just what i was saying is i was like oh already like i I think already we're we we have 
a, a 0. 0.0000 percentage of choice in our in our system for most of the stuff that uh that matters and so the fact that they're like now sort of overtly dismantling uh like in in such a visible way it feels like you were already doing so good and i'm talking and i'm talking collectively to the kind of um the capital the capitalist the owners of capital who who sort of um actually you're talking directly to them i don't think they're, 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 <laughs> they're all they on our stream there's gotta yeah. be one on the stream yeah. there's gotta be one person on the stream. Really. yeah <laughs> but you know it's like damn you guys were already doing so good you had already you know you you already had a captive audience you had you had basically mm. uh given us given us like a, a meaningless choice between two two options and now you have to go and do the most visible dismantling of of uh of what's left of the optical part of the democratic process seems like mm-hmm. a fuck up seems like, like a fuck it's up. A one step too far yeah well i mean i mean maybe not maybe people won't do anything about it you know because yeah but a lot of people think that there's too much democracy in america already felipe so 100 types of cereal for breakfast I know, every yeah, morning that's... yeah <laughs> <laughs> too much choice people actually feel better when they have fewer choices what would yeah. you rather sam a council of podcasters of of podcaster kings <laughs> no i just think it's i think it's funny to be reminded that like like my uncle and stuff he's like no there's too, like the vote right to vote has been extended like too broadly so who should so and who that, should lose it and and that like people there's too many like people illegally voting oh is he like a straight up republican guy he's a con- He's a conservative, yeah, but but I it's I I guess all to say you got to open your eyes and get out of your bubble, man. That's which all. is to say that. Uh, Damn! Sometimes I say stuff and you guys are like, "What? What are you talking about? Do you do you not understand this? That like there's you're a whole making sw- a joke? No, or- no. There's a whole swath <laughs> of Americans who are like who are like, no, too many people vote, and the thing that's the thing that's the dangerous about voting by mail is that it's gonna like. Uh, make it so voting's a lot easier for Hold people. Hold on, dude. You got so and then you I got, say this you stuff got so to you riled up saying that that you a little bit of spittle, a little ma- bit of spittle like on your it. camera. You <laughs> I'm mad. I'm really mad. Yeah, you're all blurry. Yeah, you dude. should clean it up a little more. Now it's a little bit gauzy. You gotta chill out. You gotta and you read gotta the, clean. the New York Times and the no. Wall Street Journal, and you need to open your fucking eyes, Felipe. All right. Because all your bullshit leftist stuff has left you in the dark on how a lot of Americans actually feel. You don't think mm. that, I mean, I guess I don't truly know how most Americans feel, but you don't think that like the, at least the sort of myth of democracy is, is a broadly unifying uh, story for the majority of uh, the Americans that are enfranchised and sort of, um, that 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 benefit you know from the system no i think voting rights has always been like a political issue and a contested issue in the united states and that and that like i don't think there's anything universal about it and that people are always fighting about who gets the right to vote and who doesn't and that uh yeah to a lot of people it's the idea that suddenly there'd be like a universal vote by mail is like a real infringement on like our political system yeah in the, but- in the direction of like of like democratizing it yeah dude but you're but 
you don't think that that's just that's uh, after the fact that's a, a, a rationalization after the fact of a, of a political reality which is like voter suppression so you invent the story you say like this is going to cause fraud or whatever but only because it's convenient because it's and 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 so the the rubes what like you your uncle they believe the story but they don't know that the people who are promulgating the story they don't believe the story they just know it's uh expeditious no, I, expedient I, I mean i think people are actually quite c clear on the idea that the more people who get to vote the more the, that it has an adverse effect on like conservative politics like more there's like the democratic base is like a much wider a much larger coalition and yeah that like people there's a lot of republicans that don't want people to vote because mm. republic the republican base is in rural areas which is less populated sure but that's and the, i think that's... people are pretty clear about that i don't think and i think the the idea of voter fraud yes it is like a is it is so, like a foil and like a it's like a totally fake issue up. but yeah but i also think that i'm surprised at how how candid people actually are, which is like, yes, I don't want people to vote like the lower turnout, the better, because it's better for conservative candidates. Hmm. And even the Democratic Party like fluctuates on on voter turnout, like right. Like as soon as Bernie dropped out, then New York was like, yeah, we're going to do like mail in voting and that will be OK. But before Bernie dropped out, it was like, nope, we're going to the polls and stuff. It would be dope though. It's not just clear. See, see Go ahead. Be, being that, seeing as how how much uh, of an effect America has on the rest of the world, and obviously this would be totally antithetical to to that to that influence. But it would be cool if everyone in the world could vote on the American president. That would be right? cool. That would be cool. Uh, you know, because everybody it affects everyone, and everyone cares about it, and everyone watches American movies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you could vote on what. When you vote on the president, you're voting on what movie kinds of movies get made. Well, I mean, people, people all over the world, people all over the world, uh, at least in the West, watch SNL. And, you know, that means that they have to swallow like, you know, a good uh, whatever, 20 minutes a week of an impression of a, of a president that they might or might not have that they haven't chosen. I think at the very least yes. for the people in, you know, and I know in Argentina, people watch SNL. and they should get a say on who they who they get to see some comedian Im, uh, impersonate for 20 minutes because it's also which comedian are they, they going to get will forte back on the show to do it or are they yeah. going right. to get you know people could start strategic daryl hammond strategically voting with you know their favorite performers in mind so for instance with kamala harris who's just chosen as vp someone might think oh you know i want to vote for her because i really like my rudolph i know that in snl she gets to play her so i'm gonna so at the very it. least, that's how the voting influences kind of the rest of the world. It'd be funny if, if, if SNL just like if they liked like, you know how like Sarah Palin, like Tina Fey just did such a good Sarah Palin. If just like the Sarah Palin character was just in sketches. <laughs> that would be cool. That would be cool. <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> they just keep her she coming back. She was pretty funny. It was yeah. pretty funny. She had a Why lot of not? good catchphrases. Yeah. yeah. Make her part of the SNL universe. Have they found a, a Biden yet? 
I don't watch SNL, but is there a person that impersonates Biden? I bet Beck Bennett plays oh, him, but I don't yes, watch. Oh, you're right. I that's. But I, bet. I was like, I was like, there's a guy in my head who plays him, and I. But then you said that name, and I thought that's the name of that guy. I don't know anything yeah. any of his work. By the way, Sam, you look. Your camera is blurry. blurry. Your the Pur- lights are low. You look like you're purpley. You look like you're streaming right. from a country in the global south. Let's do a compliment sandwich here, all right? Is there a nice thing about how I you're look? doing you're saying very smart, interesting stuff, but I think you need to clean yes. the camera and put a light on your face. Okay. So it's the camera's dirty, I'm saying smart things, and then put a light on my face. And you Kinda look confused. And, and, and okay, there we go. All right. Yeah. So it's a sort of opened face sandwich. Four layers <laughs> on the middle. There's meat, but also on the bottom. So when you grab it, the bottom is also meat. So you touch a little bit of cold meat. So which is good because then it's straight on your tongue instead Ooh. of just the bread. Yeah, you on ever your when you put like jam on a toast or something, it's like or with with ice cream. You know, you put, uh, angle the spoon so that the ice cream touches your tongue first. Jam on a toast. You put exactly. the thing else that touches your tongue first. Because why would you want to touch the spoon with your tongue? You can touch the spoon with your tongue all you want. Man, you know? what if every sketch on SNL was Dick in a Box featuring Sarah Palin? <laughs> I'd go back to watching every week. <laughs> yeah. My f- now that's some random <laughs> shit you could get behind. <laughs> Lazy Sunday featuring Sarah Palin? Yeah, that shit's random. That would be so random. I remember Lazy... Oh, you... Ah, man, you look... Clear. Sorry. Yeah. You look like you look uh, like a you look like ninja from Twitch. Woo! Yeah, the um, sanctions. There, it, I was like streaming from a country in which there were like sanctions. You know. Yeah, you're like when Glenn, like Glenn Greenwald zooms into the Intercept, and he's like, <laughs> "Bolsonaro has is right outside my door." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom said in the comments that you you're very handsome. Oh, thank you, Mama. It's way past her bedtime, so I'm so honored that she's up, still listening. Oh, my mom's very good looking too. So, <laughs> mom, Love to get her on the stream. Great. Yeah, you're great looking too. All right. Oh, so uh, Nick Cage fan says WAP Lonely Island remix. <sighs> if they did WAP but with my Rudolph playing Kamala Harris. I don't know what the joke would be, but you, you wouldn't even need a joke. Just have Kamala Harris saying, wet ass pussy. It's, that's funny. And then everybody's going to go, yay. I would. That shit's I funny. I think it would actually be funny if you had Kamala Harris doing wet ass pussy. I, 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 I'll, I'll take that back. I'm not even saying that ironically. Just have her say like wet ass pussy. Just do the song straight ahead. Yeah. Um, and yes. don't make a joke. Don't change anything. Don't make it like wet ass Donald. We're going to get him out of office. Just, just have my Rudolph <laughs> rap the entire wet ass pussy song, and it'll be a home run. That would be enough for me. I would watch that. What is the joke on Twitter that Kamala Harris is like Marge Simpson? Oh, I don't know about that. What is that? You haven't seen that? I I saw it. I thought I just well, wrote it down. You were ask. tweeting about March, Mar like the Simpsons, Felipe, and I was wondering. <laughs> and then I saw all all the people we followed tweeting about it, and I thought, oh, Felipe was trying to get in on this. This well, little riff. See, oh, so you do know? No, I honestly I know a little bit, but I I didn't even. So basically, <laughs> why are you acting like you have no idea what no, I'm talking about when you know? I know, I know sort of sec, <laughs> like kind of the the per, the peripheral peripheral elements of it, but I don't know what about Kamala Harris has anything to do with um with Marge Simpson. But basically, on the trending tab, 
the headline was, Marge Simpson has something to say to the Trump campaign. Already an incredible, already an incredible headline. And so they had uh, animated Marge Simpson to say, uh, let's just play it. Why not? Let's, 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 let's see if it. I can find it. Uh, let's see. Um, Marge Simpson, Trump. Oh, Marge Simpson, Kamala Harris is the first thing that comes up. Kamala. Trump. Wow. Seth says Trump said she sounded like Marge, right? Okay. Marge Simpson mm. has something to say. Seth. Okay. You're probably right, but and but we're gonna find we're gonna, out. We're gonna get to the, the bottom of it. Yeah. So yeah. keep in mind the the uh, socially distanced working from home animators, writers, storyboarders of the Simpsons, um, including potentially the the, the Korean in betweening studios that they I presumably must use. Maybe not. Maybe they're using uh, Toon Boom Studio or some sort of puppeting software. Um, they got to get they had to write this little monologue, get the March Simpson actor to do it and then animate it to get it just under the wire for some reason, just to be topical Damn. or f- so for some reason. What's that like 50 people working for 100 hours? <laughs> it's so sad to think of like yeah. a, a comedy video going through this like 40 in production. I'll say this. Yeah. I'll say this. My sense, my sense from looking at the animation is that there were probably a lot of uh, shortcuts taken and that it probably wasn't that much work. But imagine if like there were animators just wearing diapers to try to make the to try to make the, <laughs> the deadline just animating, shitting, totally. pissing themselves. All right, let's play oh, this thing. I want to see how it, it's not good. Uh, Seth says that I'm the king of being muffled. What's up with me being muffled? Ugh. Uh, but look what Kyle said. See, this is a nice compliment sandwich happening in the comments. Damn, I was listening on headphones and just came back to a clear and glistening Sam. That's sick. Yeah, he looks pretty good. Look king yeah. of being I'm shining. My hair is wet. Again, pop off if you think Felipe's muffled, but let's play the Simpsons video while um, our tech and before, team looks right, into before that. And before I play it, Seth, if you like, just sort of uh, expand a little on wh- on how muffled you think I am. Like, very muffled. And, w- and why. Yeah. <laughs> As well. Okay, I'm going to play this video. I usually don't get into politics, but the president's senior advisor, Jenna Ellis, just said Kamala Harris sounds like me. Lisa says she doesn't mean it as a compliment. If that's so, as an ordinary suburban housewife, I'm starting to feel a little disrespected. I teach my children not to name call Jenna. I was going to say I'm pissed off, but I'm afraid they bleep it. I'm pissed off? Homie. Oh, that's not what Kamala sounds like. I know. Like I was trying to think all, that right? the whole time. I'll tell you. But can you play? I'll tell you something more yeah, profound, okay, though. I don't even. I couldn't even remember what Kamala Harris' voice sounds like. I couldn't remember what Marge's voice sounded like either. Really? When we just she, heard it. I, no, I, so definitely I definitely could I definitely could Yeah, it's so iconic. Marge so iconic. Simpson. I was gonna say I'm pissed <laughs> off, but they might be right. Kamala Harris. Sarah, can you just take a stab at it? I can't do it. I'll do Come it. Come on, take a stab at it. Uh, all right. I, yeah. Thanks. I have a boner. <laughs> I want to hear Kamala Harris sing wet ass pussy. 
Kamala. It's Kamala. Kamala. What were you going to say? Uh, one of my childhood friends' parents shared on Facebook this week this video of Kam- fuck, Kamala. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, go on, go on. What the fuck? What the fuck? Um, <laughs> shared this video and the captioned it like, this is why I love Kamala so much. She's going to make a great vice president. And it was a video of her like sitting down to do a TV uh, spot. You know, she was like remote from the studio where they were doing the news show, obviously. And she was being called in for like a three minute uh-huh. thing. And um, up until the second before they cut to her to be on the show, she was giving someone like a detailed description of a recipe for how to um, brine a turkey. And like, she didn't even need a 30 seconds to be like, oh, I have to do this now. She was just like waiting in her ear until they were like, and you're on. And then she like switched and like did the interview. And so this woman was being like, this is why I love her so much. And I was like, this makes her seem psychotic. Oh, it, was like I proof, don't know. it was proof of what like uh, what a smooth professional she is. She's, that- she's a smooth professional. She's a cook. She's a politician. She does it all. It's like oh, it's a snake charmer. Freaky. Yeah. I don't know. Wow, ready for an interview at a moment's notice. Yeah. Terrifying. You wouldn't Terrifying. want to hang out with a person like that. I haven't ever met anyone like that. It just made me feel like, yeah, people who are elected officials are not um, anyone that I know. They were definitely the least cool kids at the college that I went to. So. Imagine if someone said, this is why I want Sarah Wilson to do a, st- a stand-up special, and then it's a st- of you talking right before Raisin Man about uh, <laughs> some, some drama with your friends, and then we go on, and then you're on. Yeah, pivot to the show. Pivot. I don't yeah. do it. <laughs> Did you see the video where she's like, it was a... Di- oh my God, wait, I love that video. Did you see, uh, it's the video of um, Stephen Colbert is like, so you you talk shit on Biden, but now you're like his VP or whatever, or you're supporting him, but you talk shit about him at the debate. And then she's like, it was a debate. And then he's like, yeah, but so you didn't mean that stuff? And she and she starts saying it was a debate over and over, but her energy is like so manic. She starts laughing and she's like, it was a debate. We were going to the debate and journalists were uh, covering the debate. (laughs) And I was like, she just like glitched (laughs) out. She freaked out. I, I don't I don't know what other people see when they see it, but I just see it and I'm like, whoa, she's. It's like that video of Biden when that guy's like, Senator Biden, what do you think about this? And they're, they're sort of haranguing him and Biden's sort of ignoring him. And then finally Biden kind of loses it and turns around and he goes, ah, blah, 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 blah. calm down, man. You're getting a little flustered. <laughs> he looks insane. I haven't seen that. Wait, it sounds let's awesome. watch this. It was a debate. That's what... We had to do that to Sam earlier when he freaked out. Talk him down. (laughs) Yeah, Sam's always doing that. (laughs) Gosh. Wait, I want to find this video. I I do think that is a charming thing about Biden is it's just absolute chaos in his brain. You don't know what's going to come out. It's true. Wait, hold on. Okay. I'm kind of skipping through here. Me, 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 me. You ask him all the questions. Damn, that's what I would be like if I were a politician. Where do you guys feel on, on voting? I thought that would be interesting to kind of check in with you guys whether or not you think you're going to vote for at? Biden. Mm. Can, you, can we guess what each other think? Uh, instead of oh, saying? yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. You're a Pisces. Uh, <laughs> I'm Pisces sign. moon. I'm Pisces moon. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, okay, okay. I found I found the video. I, if we want to do it, or do we want to wait until we answer this question, or do it after? Let's do the guesses, then we'll watch the okay. video, and then we'll do the yeah. answers. And then we'll do the okay. answers. Okay. My guess is um, Felipe is still planning on writing in uh, Bernie, <laughs> and uh, that Sam Sam will vote for Biden. Wow, wow. interesting. Yeah. It's true that I'm the radical in this house. And Sam yeah. and Sam is the middle of the road liberal. <laughs> yeah, dude, all your stuff about voting. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> you really were the radical there, huh? Um, I think you're gonna vote for Biden, Sarah. Bitch. Poker face. P -p -p Poker face. Let's watch this video. All right. But I'll say this: Colbert looks good. How do you go from being he such hot. a passionate opponent? He on such good. bedrock principles for you, and and now you guys seem to be pals. It was a debate. <laughs> Not everybody landed punches like you did, though. It I was mean, a debate. <laughs> so you don't mean it. It was a debate that the whole reason, literally, it was a debate. It was called a debate. Everyone I understand. Travel to the debate. There were journalists there covering the debate where there would be a debate of differences of opinion and issues. Okay. Anyways. Wow. Freaky. What a oh, performance. That's so freaky. Wow. That's so freaky. Do you think her team discussed that before? They were like, when he asks you about <laughs> <laughs> what you said just about freak out. absolutely unhinged. <laughs> Listen, just go. <laughs> when yeah, asks you, just go manic mode. <laughs> and say Joker the same thing. Laughter. Yeah. Uncontrollable. The same thing again. Lose like, your it's cool. the funniest thing you ever heard in your life. Lose your cool. Yeah. Totally disproportionate. <laughs> that'll that'll make them I wonder, you know, often yeah. you do see politicians and you're like, I wonder if she could have just been like like she could have just been straight up. I'm like, wouldn't people like that if you were like, look, at the time I was I running for president, I pointed out the things that I thought were weak in him. And now uh he's the one running and I think Trump should be you know, it's like just if you're straight up, I feel like does that sometimes politicians there's things that they can't say and they kinda have to wink them, but I'm like wouldn't people appreciate it if you totally. just if you just literally explained what happened, which is what everybody knows happened? It's like I get what she's trying to say, but but she does it in this weird like like roundabout. I don't know. I don't know. Third, yeah, she's playing like what do you call it? Three level chess or whatever the fuck. Like she's got yeah. a whole plan of like if I perform and it's just funny and it's light, like yeah, then people will really totally. think. Yeah, it's back to it's back to that thing Kirsten Olsen was asking about about authenticity in public and. People can tell when you're bullshitting, you know? Wait, People fuck. People can tell when you're bullshitting. Yeah, she... I think, horrifying. I think repeating a word over and over um, uh, belies nervousness, betrays nervousness. Wait, what is this? Joe Biden yeah. freaks out. Oh, what is it? Yeah, I'm surprised that people are so... Oh, here's um, the video. Shocked that Bernie is like obviously endorsing Joe Biden and encouraging people to vote for Joe and Kamala and people are acting like Bernie's a sellout. Like he's part of the Democratic Party. He's a socialist candidate that runs like through the DNC. Like, of course, ultimately, he's going to encourage you to vote for whoever the Democrat is. Like to me, that's not Bernie selling out. That's like, did he ever act like he wasn't going to do that? Of course he would do that. He's yeah. going to tell people not to vote for anyone. That would be I don't know. absurd. People can still make choices. I, I'm sure. 
Of course, but I just don't yeah. think that that contradicts his platform at all. Like he's always a Democrat, so he's going to encourage you to vote for a Democrat over a Republican. He wasn't an independent candidate. It's true, and he he had he'd been towing the line for all, the entire campaign that like Trump is like the worst thing that's ever happened to this country and totally. stuff like that, which I, I think was a tactical misstep. But but the, there's I was listening to Glenn Greenwald about this earlier today, so I'm just sort of parroting a thing that's happened on a different podcast. But basically, what he was saying with a couple of other people was that like he was like the problem for him with Bernie's big misstep is that he liked Biden too much. Um, he didn't position himself enough of as, as an outsider candidate and wasn't scared and, and was like a f- didn't want to go like cut hard into Biden himself because he was like he thought of it as playing dirty politics. And he compared it to Trump in 2016, where he was like, Trump really was like believable as an outsider candidate because he was like he would actually like attack like rubio and bush and like all the establishment republicans and that gave him an outsider credibility and like bernie kind of refused to do that but and sort of play play the outsider status on like a policy level but never never by like calling out his specific opponents and that was like a tactical misstep absolutely i'm gonna play this little video and and, oh sorry go finish and glenn and glenn was like he was like can you imagine like if trump lost the primaries like he wouldn't have endorsed anybody like he wouldn't have been like i'm gonna endorse you know ted cruz now he would have been like no fuck you Uh, i was doing this for myself and uh, granted he's in a different position because he's not a politician but like i think there's something to the argument of like bernie was a little too a little too nice with the establishment democrats this time around i I don't want to get too into it because it is a thing that's been said i think pretty more intelligently by other people but i have heard that and i i am skeptical of the position that that was like his sort of key um mistake like and th- I, and it was pointed out that like yes he didn't like he didn't like attack biden personally but i think on plenty of occasions he like tried to draw contrast i, I think there were other things happening that maybe were a little more maybe i'm wrong about that but i saw someone make uh, a persuasive argument that that wasn't necessarily the like central misstep or problem or that that wouldn't have made that much of a difference Mm. yeah well glenn glenn greenwell i I agree like i think he made the move which i think was smart which was like to try and stick to his policy issues but but by also saying i'm electable and i'm trying to position myself as mainstream while still being for medicare for all um Mm. and i think that was a smart decision to make but Glenn played this clip of him on um, Jimmy Kimmel, uh, like right after Super Tuesday. And Jimmy Kimmel's like, do you think Biden can beat Trump? And Bernie Sanders was like, yeah, I think Biden can beat Trump. And it was sort of like an example of maybe a moment where where Bernie like didn't understand that he needed to position himself as like, I am the candidate to beat Trump. and if you go with Biden, then you're like, we're just doing this 2016 experiment like all over again. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I think that that's that's right. But it's like I also see what Felipe is saying that like these sort of small rhetorical choices of like not making that argument on Kimmel. Is that really why he didn't get elected? Like, and I don't know. That besides, that was, I would say centrally. Besides, it would be. Some, sorry, go. Sorry, sorry. 
No, you go. He did make the argument. He was like, he. I saw that many other interviews, maybe he didn't call Biden out by name, but he was like, you know, we can't, we're not going to be Trump with the same old policies. Like, it's an argument he sort of made, maybe a little more obliquely. Um, yeah, I think more it was like, and I really am like, not someone who I feel like even knows enough about this to be making a big case. But um, why did he build the campaign around Medicaid for all when it should have been built around ending systemic racism racism in america the like most galvanizing issue that obviously like moved people in america to participate in protests in a more profound way than like ever in american history like and people were telling him all throughout the campaign like he wasn't doing enough with the platform related to black people and racism and then when i saw the energy around the george floyd murder this summer i was like yeah there, there was the energy there was the issue that people were going to be like willing to be in the streets for. So that was a real missed opportunity. I don't know if I agree with that either. Mm. I think Medicare for All is like a, a, an extremely popular, extremely concrete. I think there's a lot of energy around the George Floyd protest, but I don't know if there's a lot of like energy around specific like legislative steps to be taken. I think it's... No, there's not. And that's what there should have been. That's why the campaign could have been working in concert with the fact that people care so much about this and that it's so pressing. I think I... Could be. I think Medicare for all was like a really was actually like maybe the best the best part of that campaign because it was concrete. It's like very popular. It's a thing that affects most Americans. It's very uncontroversial, at least for voters um, when they're polled on it. Um, and it has like a specific. I'm, yeah, I'm not disagreeing that uh, Medicare for all isn't a good idea for an issue, but I'm saying like, well, what would have made the campaign different? Like what would have galvanized more people to support him? I don't know. That's what I would guess. Can I play a little vid? Sure. Yesterday, no, we got to say our answers. accepted Bernie's apology, and now you're attacking him. Why are you doing that? Go, 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 go. Why wasn't his apology enough, Mr. Vice President? Why, why attack Sanders? Why, 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 you're getting nervous, man. Just calm down. It's okay. He apologized for saying that I was corrupt. He didn't say anything about whether or not... Well, that's all. Why, 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 why? <laughs> it's, funny. it's funny that you play that clip to just to link back to the other argument because on this podcast I was listening to, he, Glenn was saying he was like, oh, there was all these people in Bernie's campaign that were like, you should go after Biden for being corrupt and for having this corrupt family and stuff like that. And Bernie was like, I don't want to do that. That's dirty politics. Um. Anyways. It's just a, it's a links right back to, um, what we were Did talking Joe Biden about. Joe Biden saying why but... 15 times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bernie should have been like, this guy's so old and his brain yeah. is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie's like a, like the exact same age. <laughs> yeah. Bernie's like, uh, I call him sleepy Joe. <laughs> <laughs> this old yeah. white guy. <laughs> Do we really want another old yeah. white man? Uh, well, it's okay. You know? The choice has been made for us, so actually we're 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 free to kind of live our lives now. So then, who are you going to vote oh, for? I don't know. I was thinking about it. I was I was real like right in before, and now I'm like, uh, who cares? You know, this is the thing. No one cares either way. If I write someone in, it's not gonna it's not gonna it's not a message that's gonna reach anyone. Nothing. You know, it's like I either it, it, I just feel defeated either way. Like I could not vote for Biden, but it would no one would give a shit. Either way, and it wouldn't make a difference. Um, hmm. I disagree. With you that, disagree that vote not voting I, for Biden wouldn't make a difference. I, I mean, it 
I think it doesn't make a difference <laughs> in the sense question. in the sense that like any vote in a in a s- state that's not a swing state is like a very tiny like drop in the bucket. But I think it uh, does make a difference whether you decide not to vote or vote for another candidate. I think that's like that's sort of doing the trick of of like not thinking or or sort of mistaking that the sort of act of voting is unimportant. Um, which at a small level, I mean, it's, um, or at a large level, it's, a, it's a very small action, but yeah, of course it's important who you vote for. Wait, so are you arguing? And it does send so a message. You, so are you, are you saying, Hey, it actually would be important if you didn't vote for Biden? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. You're making the, you're saying, Hey, it is important who we vote for. So if you don't vote for Biden, it would be a meaningful political action. I, Yes, I think it's meaningful if you decide not to vote. I think it's meaningful if you show up to a voting booth and don't vote for Biden. I think both those things send a message as clearly as a vote for Biden <laughs> sends a message. Do you know what I mean? Why why like why would it be not important in like a different context? Do you know what I mean? It's like it's always the 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 vote always has both a symbolic and a material importance. Yeah. I guess, um, I don't know. Don't be accepted, my friend. I don't know. Boss. I guess maybe what I'm describing it's, is more a, 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 a personal feeling of, uh, of lack of control. And so I think I actually used to feel like if I don't vote for Biden, that's me exercising like a great deal of control. Like that's me uh, sort of deciding like I'm not, this, I'm not going to be kind of coerced into, into this choice. That's that's how the way I felt before. I was very frustrated by feel the feeling of being coerced into a choice and not voting gave me a feeling of control over that only as it pertained to my personal mental life. Um, and now I think, oh, either way, it's like I've I've lost the feeling of control that either action gives me. I feel just unmoored like um, and not, with, to say nothing of the fact that, you know, if there's like massive voter suppression, it 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 might. It might be even more uh, kind of m- minuscule, but but I-, I think I've actually sort of done the uh, the thesis and anti- antithesis thesis vote antithesis don't vote oh suddenly not voting I feel empowered by not voting and now synthesis I don't feel empowered by either voting or not voting I just feel <laughs> totally just feel I feel nothing <laughs> just floating out to see mm. like it the action or the non action just feel both equally um like absurd and um and small well you should do what i've done i've been voter suppressed so that i'm i'm not registered to vote in new york because the uh dmv has been closed for six months and i don't have my my new york state citizenship you know so yeah so you can't vote either way so i can go to i can vote absentee in maryland which i guess i need to do because i'm registered there um but I feel a little like I was disenfranchised from the New York state and city elections that just happened. You couldn't oh, vote in those? So Damn, and those would have been, I those would have been cool those. to vote in. Those are cool. Yeah, the whole DSA slate all got voted in. That was pretty sick. Um, yeah. Well, I think uh, I understand feeling uh, absolutely nothing, but it's kind of this is question of like, well, you're only one person. You start with yourself if you want to do anything and the the only thing that we have in this certain sense is our vote so how can you just say it doesn't matter i don't know of course you have to vote 
Yeah, I mean, maybe. I, I, I guess I'm. I guess the the sort of psychic experience of it is like you know, in a normal world, you or in the world as it was before, at least in my mind, there was like a relation between the action and outcome, at least in like a general, you know, like a big way or in a small way. But now it's like even less than even less than nothing. Like even before it was already like a vote is small, but even now it's like, (laughs) man, we're just, just flying through the sky. (laughs) And I'm not like, I'm not like, I'm not, not, that's not to say that I'm apolitical, but, but I just feel, um, kind of bludgeoned by the, by my feeling of, of powerlessness. Yeah, I got a text from Felipe this morning that said that he was sad. And I said, why? And he said, because of climate change. Big time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And that made me sad because I thought he was going to tell me something sort of interesting or personal or dramatic or something. Yeah, climate change is so boring. (laughs) There's plenty of stuff. We don't even know how it works. Yeah. (laughs) We're too bored to even really understand how it works. Um, I'm going to write in Bernie Sanders, at least for the presidential You're going to write in Bernie Sanders? Yeah, no, I think so. I thought you were going to say you were going to vote for Biden. Oh, dang. no, I, I don't think I'm going to vote for Biden. Damn. What are you, Sarah? I'm, I'm going to vote for Biden. Nice. I got so it. So we right. got the full spectrum. Yeah. We got the full spectrum of, yeah. of voting decisions here. And that's but why I we make such a good podcast because yeah. we represent all experiences, yeah, a diversity people. of viewpoints. <laughs> I I'll say this yeah. though I have had moments from like feeling the unmoredness i was like ah maybe i could just vote and fuck it and like at least contribute to something so so that was actually more destabilizing because before i think i felt very like sure like actually the the most meaningful thing i could do is not vote for him um now i don't yeah now i'm like i could just do it and no one would care you know it's, it's almost like you like you uh withhold you know, you're like, I don't like what's going on. I don't like what's going on. And then eventually you find out that it doesn't even matter. No one cares that you're saying that. So you're like, fuck, you're just defeated. And you're like, ah, okay, whatever. Just do the thing that, you know. Yeah. Uh, my life's not a, this isn't a TV show. No one's watching me. I'm not being yeah. recorded everywhere that I go. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I'm in a good mood now, though. I'll record you voting. I'll say this. <laughs> I'm not sad right now. I'm in a good mood. And I think, you know, I think climate change will figure something out. I think that's Vote right. For climate change. I just joined the community garden nice, on my block. Nice. Really, really excited about it. Yeah, Very they got a nice. compost box there. It doesn't work. It's not composting, but they're pu- throwing stuff in a pile. So that's <laughs> how it with, starts. Like, <laughs> filled with push pop wrappers <laughs> and like gum and stuff like that. And soda cans and bottle pops. <laughs> yeah. yeah, baseball cards. Yeah. Did you ever see? Do you see cool. when I think it was at the at the chop at the uh, community? What was it? Uh, fucking. Uh, the Chaz. Jazz. What's the, what did that say? Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. They were like, we're starting a garden. And then it was a picture of like just the nastiest, crappiest garden. <laughs> just like <laughs> like weeds growing in between asphalt, kind of. <laughs> uh, yeah. When I was really into the anarchist literature in high school, I loved the concept of like little community gardens and people with in big old lace up boots and, you know, like ripped up fishnet tights like out gardening and stuff little punks gardening mm. and little zines about gardening i thought that stuff was really cool but oh, i love a good zine yeah it's got little pictures of, of people gardening <laughs> we should make a little zine oh it's we should make idea. a little raisin man zine oh your mom's going to bed 
Uh, I yeah. Good night. Thank you for Good night, watching. Mommy. What if we made a zine? What could it be? We're almost we're almost done. We could be done right now if we wanted to. Pop off in the comments on the kind of zine it would be, folks. Mm. As kind of sex positive scene, like you know, here's different positions, and here's how to have sex in a kind of be a slut in a moral way. That kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how to how to solve <laughs> conflict in your co op house in a in a way that doesn't replicate yeah, exactly. carceral mindset. <laughs> mm. Mm. Yeah, it could be nice how we could have some guest artists and then, you know, little essays or little comedy things by us. Sarah, how's your album album coming along? Yeah, my album is coming along good. I'm I'm moving from phase one into phase, phase two, two, and I'm a little nervous about doing What's phase, phase two? two part. Uh, so phase one is recording all the jokes uh, and all the jokes are about my friends. Theme of the album is friendship. <laughs> and then I'm going to take That's the so jokes cute. that are about each different friend and send that joke to that friend. They'll listen to it. Then I'm going to call them and get their reaction to the joke. And I put the reaction also oh, on the album. Cool so idea. that's phase two. That's, that's great. a great idea. Yeah. Wow, Since there's no audience. But I'm really nervous about it because I'm just sort of afraid. One, my actual number one fear is that people will just be like, oh, I just didn't think the joke was that funny. And if that's their reaction, my feelings will be hurt. So I, I won't put that reaction on the album, but it'll affect Can I give me. You uh, and then two. Sorry, go, go, go. No, say go. two, say two. Oh, I was going to say two is that... um. Some of the stuff, like uh, one of the things is like my friend talking about something that happened with her ex-girlfriend. And I just wonder if she'll be like, I don't appreciate you talking about that. And I don't want you to talk about it. And I'll be like, damn, well, I shouldn't have sort of asked you for permission via this phase. That, this because... That'll be a really funny album. I don't want you to put that yeah. on there. <laughs> that didn't like be... this. Didn't think it was funny. Yeah. Why did you talk I, about I was... me? <laughs> be so I was going to say, you yeah. probably already know this, but if I could. Would could would you mind if I give you a thing of advice? Yeah, give me the advice. I would say don't put every reaction after every joke. Like have a rhythm to it where it's like maybe a few jokes go by and then like an interesting reaction. But if you have every mm. one, it might become like metronomic and maybe like kill the rhythm a little bit. That's true. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah, Something I was think also about. thinking it'll be funny because I think some of people's reactions will mention other friends of ours who will then come up later in other reactions and talk back to those people. So like, I'm just hoping it'll be like a symphony of um, people that I know talking about our, our lives. And then I just hope it's not too self-indulgent, but we'll see. So, so it's going good, but I'm nervous to do that part. I love the idea. Thank you. Um, okay. Final, final uh, statements. Uh, Raisin Man Arena.